we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through them I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Number five is this. Uh, how many persons are convicted because of you? Now that's different. See, the first one was develop a hunger. Convicted means there is a sin consciousness that comes over them because of you. If people are comfortable and they sin and comfortable around you, something wrong. If they're comfortable in sin, they shouldn't be comfortable around you. And if they're comfortable around you, they shouldn't be comfortable in sin. Oh man, but there should be something about the believer. Let me show you something. Let me prove from the scripture. You ever notice something? That wherever Jesus showed up in a place and demons was there, the demons start crying out. There's something about an anointed vessel that causes demons to be disenthroned. They get upset, they get disturbed when the anointing walks in. If demons are comfortable around you, Not a sense of, I gave the hell. That's the devil. Let's con let me show you understand. Conviction and condemnation is two different things. Church people bring condemnation. Anointed people bring conviction. The last one, number six, is this. How many people are now attending church because of you? in this church for a little while how many members are members of this church because you are here see we don't even talk about this no more but that's what church used to be it used to be about being witnesses and this is no church growth strategy this is a kingdom mandate this is called guess what it's called the great commission it is the assignment given to every believer and you say you are mature but ain't nobody coming to church with you folks are here because of your influence so this is the year we got to mature because one of the key things this parable you said where does it come from pastor in the text the only way they were able to separate the wheat from the tail is when the wheat matured 
I told him to write down something this morning. I told him write this down. If you ain't bearing fruit, you ain't no tree, you's bush. What makes a fruit tree a fruit tree is the fruit. You aren't bragging but that big canap tree in your yard and they ain't never put a canap out yet. I know canap tree, that's a shade tree. What defines the tree is the fruit it yields. And we got too much church folk that are trying to say they fruit bearing but they ain't got no fruit. There's no signs of maturation. When, when, when the wheat matures, Jesus says, let them grow together. The idea is, let them mature together. And what will happen is, as they mature, one will stay up and the next will bend down. The reason it bends down is because the fruit is so heavy. The weight of the wheat fruit causes the wheat to bend over. The, 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 the tear will be standing up and now we can separate them. And so the problem with us is we are not growing fruits, so there is no distinction between us and the tail. And if you fool around and refuse to mature, eventually the, the workman can say, you know what, pull everything up. Because if you ain't bearing no fruit, you ain't no difference from tail. I'm in the text, y'all. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? See, this must be the year that we're trying to figure out, not, not because we won't grow and be special, but because we understand that it's time to mature. And we should, the problem that pastor doesn't have is how we can add more services. Because I have a mature church. When the church is mature, you can keep on growing. I love this glory be to God. Uh, put Acts 16 and verse 5 on the screen there. Glory to God. Uh, this is not in the notes, but it's coming. I got to give it to you, man. This thing, this is one of the key scriptures that started this church. Read this. Ready? Read. Not so they, 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 they developed a marketing plan. They were established in the faith. When you become established in the faith, then you grow. Not when you have a budget for marketing. Not when you have a strong evangelism team. The sign that you are stable in the faith that you are now eating meat is the fact that you will grow. Why? Because as you get this thing on the inside of you, it compels you to gotta share it. To impact, to bear fruit. I love it. I said this a few weeks ago. If you would have told me 11 years ago that we would have a watch night service in the Kendall Isaac Stadium, I'd have laughed you to scorn. I'm saying that to say this. It was never my desire to have this big, big, big church. I was cool if we did get a 30 members. What? You did more than I ever. I would have been so 30 members, Jesus. What? I'd have been happy. So this thing ain't about this goal I have in my mind to see a certain amount of members. No, it is to see us established in the faith. And as we are established, growth has to happen. And the fear is we are getting to that end time. If, if, if anything Corona should have done, COVID should have done to us, it show us that we're approaching the end of time. So we, 
And what we also saw in Corona is that we had many people who were, who were naming the name of Christ, but denying the power thereof. Form of godliness, but denying the power. I was watching something last night with two great men of God, and they said they are so disappointed that people don't realize the day of corporate coming together is over. That we are not in tap with the prophetic times that we're in. This is a prophetic moment, and as a prophetic moment, the days of gathering together in brick and mortar is over. The Lord is saying it's time for the church to be all digital. I said, well, Lord, when the book says that whenever there was crisis, the people came together and cried out to God, making one sound, they were all in one place of one accord. As you see the day coming near, don't neglect the assembling, the assembling, the physical coming together. But now there are some people who are so smart and they're crazy. That's why the Bible says the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. And so we got to grow up. We got to mature. We got I feel this so, so heavy upon me that but from, from we are we are approaching the time where the Lord says the kingdoms of this world shall become the kings of our God and of his Christ and he says I have chosen you I have chosen you to penetrate let me use the language that is current now to penetrate the seven mountains I've called this people do not consider yourself to be insignificant don't believe it's above you I don't care if you are a janitor was a little maiden girl that brought healing to Naaman. She was a little servant in the house. But she says to Naaman, I know a prophet of God. Y'all see your Bible? Remember that, that, that guy Naaman who had leprosy? It was the little girl in the house who says, I know a man of God who can change your life. Just a little damsel. It was a girl, I think her name was, was it Rhoda? Who answered the door when Peter knocked on the door in Acts chapter 12. The girl, insignificant. God has taken some people who were seemingly insignificant. That boy in Mark chapter 5, loaded with demons. We know him as legion. But the time as you get to verse 19 of Matthew, Mark chapter 5, the same boy called Legion, he reached 10 cities. Young girl, not too young, kind of age young lady by the name of, we don't know her name, some people just call her hope. Had a little house on the wall, Jericho. Others call her madam. Her whole house was saved. People say all of Jericho was lost. No, it wasn't. Rahab and her whole house was saved. And when you read the genealogy of the Christ, 
see my little girl called Rahab. This gospel message has a thing with bad girls. Had another bad girl. Had another bad girl. Glory to God. Don't raise your hand, but I don't care how bad you were. There's a call on your life, girlfriend. That girl got in that house and saw that they didn't wash Jesus' feet. This is a bad girl. This is another kind of girl. No, this is different. I said it on the radio the other day and I still mean it. I can talk to Jesus when I get to heaven. I can say, Jesus, I know you are the Christ. Why you let that girl put her hair on your foot? Jesus, I didn't get pedicure. You can't let this bad girl put do this. Why you do this? I don't dance. You can find a way to get to heaven. But but it's something that 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 watch what Jesus says to Judas. He says, when they stop talking about you, Judas, they can be talking about her. You Judas, they ain't gonna forget her. You are not insignificant, you just need to mature. You just need to grow up, not get old, but grow up. It's nothing to do with age, it has to do with the fruit that you bear. And he says, I'm gonna gather those that are bearing fruit and put them in my barn and we're approaching that place this is one of the houses that God has chosen in this hour I was sharing with uh, Vera I think it was what's on my heart now I am so beyond life having its own building I'm beyond that we don't own property yet but I'm, I'm beyond that that's not even in my mind right now I didn't pass that because the Lord has shown me what we're called to do in the earth I will tell you all about where I am, but I'm going to tell the ministers first. Where, where the Lord has me now as the race of what our assignment is. Someone asked me this morning, Boy, Bishop, I see you was in the stadium and you always fill it out. How your church coming? I said, it's amazing. No, I mean the building. I said, it's going well. Well, it's not building yet? No. You get that line yet this morning? You got that line yet? No. Man, you got to do something. Me? Do something. He says he's built his church, not me. I I got a job to do here. So I got stuff the Lord telling me, and I'm moving with him. So the church gonna happen. Lord God, many of you say gonna happen. But we got a work to do. So I need you to understand that this word about maturing us is so necessary for where Father has us to be. Are you ready, man? You are about to see. There are some people who want to see signs and wonders. For this church, you will be the sign and the wonder. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reese Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 
601-501-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.